Welcome to Women Winning It Writing Podcast Show. I am your host, Chelsea McCoy, and this is the show where we talk about all things writing and all things editing from a woman's perspective. This show is brought to you by Your Writing Table, where we help you tell your story your way in your words. This show has been developed to discuss the behind the scenes of the book writing journey and the writer's experience. We talk about a range of things from what inspired you to write your book, what your writing process was like, maybe you experienced writer's block. We also talk about editing and so much more. Our goal is to provide inspiration, motivation, encouragement, and to break down the myth that writing a book is impossible. If this is your first time joining us, again, my name is Chelsea, and I am a published author, editor, and owner of Your Writing Table, which provides full-service book writing, consulting, editing, and publishing services. I've been writing and editing for over 20 years, and I guarantee you, I eat, sleep, and breathe writing and editing. For all our returning listeners, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast family. We appreciate you and we thank you for all the support, the questions you send in for topic suggestions and all the positive feedback. Last but not least, thank you to all our partners who support us financially and help us to continue create quality content while providing a platform for women writers to share their writing journey, promote their books, brands, and their businesses. If you would like to become a partner, please click on the link at the end of the episode notes for more information and one last thing please don't forget to follow us y'all please follow us on spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, or whichever platform you prefer to listen to your podcast on all you have to do is click the follow button or the subscribe notify so you don't miss out on any of the episodes as they drop thank you so much we appreciate it and now let's get into today's episode Hello, listeners. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to another outstanding episode of Women Winning at Writing, where we are going to talk to yet another outstanding writer. Um, we are bringing a young lady to the table today, or should I say to the couch, because she's sitting down and having a chat with us. But we're bringing a young lady today who is, um, she's a self-publisher, and she is from the Dallas, Texas area. Shout out to the Dallas folks, because I'm down the street in Houston. <laughs> um, so she is uh, self-published, and she has started also her own business, um, the B&S LLC which is a business that promotes not only her books and her work, but also she wants to promote and help support other black business owners. And so she has written a children's book that is absolutely outstanding. And we're going to have her talk about that. So without further ado, please help me welcome Miss Frenchair Gardner to the show. Welcome, Frenchair. Hey, thank you so much, Chelsea. I appreciate you bringing me on and and having me on the show today. All right. Thank you so much for joining us and for taking some time out of your busy schedule to sit and chat with us for a few moments. So let's just dive right into it. Please tell us about yourself and your books. Okay, great. So my name is French Air Gardner, and I am born and raised in Dallas, Texas. Spent a considerable time in St. Louis, Missouri. And I am a creative. I, I love creating um, from writing to podcasting to painting. I really just enjoy creating as a whole. Um, in 2019, I wrote my first children's book called Mommy and Daddy, Do You Still Love Me Anymore? It's available on Amazon as an ebook. Two years later after that, I um, collaborated with my homegirl, Del Chambers. 
to illustrate the same book, uh, Mommy and Daddy, Do You Still Love Me Anymore? And um, that was a great process. So we put out, I published the, the second edition of the children's book. The funny thing about the story is it's, it's, a, it's a personal story. It's a love letter um, to my four children who, um, due to circumstances, have been adopted. Um, they're my biological parent, my biological children, but they've been adopted by another family and I don't have access to them. I don't talk to them or anything. So this book, Mommy and Daddy, Do You Still Love Me Anymore, is a love letter to them to let you know, let them know that I'm still lo- thinking about them and, and, and that I love them. And the global message of Mommy and Daddy, Do You Still Love Me Anymore, is to, to remind children and adults that have experienced the foster care or adoption systems to remind them that their biological parents, they're still thinking about them, they still love them, and, and they still care. And so I've also written a few other books, um, some chapters and some collaborative books, uh, Gold Nuggets for Entrepreneurs, Lessons That Change Your Life. I wrote about uh, black businesses and, and gave a, a plethora of tips in regards to being in business. Also written in the book "The Strategy and the and Struggle," which is a mini ebook series that's online. Um, and I wrote a chapter in "Finding Joy in the Journey," Volume Two, which is an Amazon bestseller. Go Nuggets for Entrepreneurs is a Amazon bestseller as well. Um, "Finding Joy in the, Finding Joy in the Journey," Volume Two, is a really dynamic book because it's a a 90-day devotional written by 90 different authors and uh, we you know poured into this book as a 90-day devotional and lastly I wrote in the the um, audiobook series the single safe struggle the struggle continues um, which is a, a, a audiobook series where authors uh, talk about their pandemic stories okay so you've got a range of things that you have written about yourself plus you've participated I love that so what inspired you to begin writing like you know just writing as a whole what inspired you to to do that I've been writing since I was a kid I've always kept a journal so um and that's so funny I was packing um last month and and I ran across so many old journals and it was so nice to you know just look back and see my thoughts and my progress so I've been writing for a long time but to actually become a writer um of sorts I woke up from a vivid dream in 2019 in December of 2019 when I moved back to Dallas Texas from St. Louis and uh one of my peers was telling me that I needed to do more to let my children know that I still love them. So Chelsea, on, on when I woke up from that dream, I wrote the first edition of Mommy and Daddy Do You Still Love Me Anymore? And so that was the first book I've ever written, but I wrote it and I published it all in the same day. So that was the inspiration. You wrote it and published the same day. Yes, ma'am. Oh my goodness! See now, that's that's fire right there. <laughs> that's 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 determination and that's passion. And as you said, as a creative, things come to us differently, you know. And so we get inspired in many different ways. So, oh my goodness! So now you wrote it and you published it on the same day. As it's a children's book, how did you get the pictures, the illustrations? Like, what was that process like? 
So with the with the ebook, with the first edition of the book, I didn't put any illustrations in it. It's it's unedited. There is just raw. It's just a raw story, really. I got one picture, and that's like a picture of like my family on the cover of the book. Um, so I didn't even do any illustrations for the first edition. Oh wow! Okay. So the pictures didn't come until the second edition. Exactly. Okay. And so what was that process like redoing it? You know, um, being that this was a personal story for you, you know, and this was about you and your experience. What was that like? Was it painful to relive the memories or to share, you know, write this letter to your children? No, I think the first edition was the hardest to write, but the second when the second when I started working on the second edition, it was more it it flowed very well and easily. I was able to reach out to one of my girlfriends. She edited it for me. Uh, she writes children's books as well, and then um, it was kind of like an easy choice that I wanted to work with my one of my girlfriends in St. Louis. Um, she's a phenomenal artist. And, and so I wanted to, you know, work with her. And so what I did was, you know, I, I you know, sent her the, the manuscript. And I think it was probably hard for her, you know, to because it was so, such a personal story for me. It was harder for her to deal with, you know, making the illustrations for the book. You know, she would call me and say, OK, well, this is are you sure this is this what you're looking at looking for and you know so we we collaborated on on it and it, it was it, it turned out really well that's good well i see that it's been translated into spanish is that correct yes i did get it translated yes ma'am see that is wonderful what has the feedback been like so far from those who have read it so the feedback is is really positive they really they really feel the the motherly love that and the love that is expressed within the book. Um, they people who have actually experienced the foster care or adoption system, they can really relate because because a lot of them um, feel abandoned, yeah. you know, by their families. Mm-hmm. And so this book kind of put a little closure on 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 things because it helps them to say, okay maybe maybe mom and daddy is really still thinking about me and and that that gives them them hope yeah yeah and that's important and yeah like you said you bring up a really really good point children that are in the foster care system or you know they have been adopted um it can be very traumatizing and challenging, you know, for them exactly. to understand what happened to my biological parents. Why am I in this situation? You know, and maybe they could feel like, oh, they don't love me. So I, I love that you took that leap of faith and stepped out to share, you know, your story about, you know, what happened to give people, um, you know, the other side of it. Hey, I do still love my kids. You know, yeah, and and I think that that's really important. Um, are you planning on writing any future children's books, or was this the only one? I have one in the works. I just got it. I've already written it. Um, I just need to do the illustrations. So I, that's the next step. Okay, I love that. So now let's talk about your collaboration projects. That you know that you were partnering with others. What were those experiences like? Because obviously that's different from children's books. So what what was that like? Oh my goodness! What an experience those were. Like the first project that I worked on was um, 
Finding Joy in the Journey Volume Two with the with the um, the presenter was Vanessa Blackwell, mm-hmm. and she was so open to sharing the process with us. That's what I really enjoyed. She really, for every you know, every step, she explained why we were doing it, what this was for. You know, she was very she she involved us with the process of how this book because she had 90 authors so that was phenomenal just in itself Definitely, to work yeah. with 90 different people yeah. and getting all get, getting all of that together so we had a facebook group um where she communicated with us and so it was it was a pretty seamless process with that first book so that's that's what got me got me started okay and so how did you enjoy you know working with other um, you know, other authors and you all coming together because I know it's different. I've been part of a collaboration project as well, and it's different, you know, on solo projects versus working with others. It definitely is. So, like, it was, it was the deadlines. Like, I, I really don't set any deadlines on myself when I'm writing just by myself. So that was that was actually good for me. So to set the expectations, um, I enjoyed working with uh, the group. It was it was really just phenomenal because it was like people from all over the world writing coming together on this 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 topic, and I think that's powerful. Yeah, it is definitely. It's definitely powerful. It is. I mean, I love collaboration projects because it breaks down and cancels the myth that people can't work together. You know, and I think that that is so important because we are we do live in a society where it's just me, 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 you know, I, 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 I. And this is my book. This is my project. This is all about me. So when you have groups that come together who are saying, no, we're going to share, we're going to come together and do a joint effort. You know, I think that that is that's major. And I absolutely love that you have participated in more than one, you know, and the fact that they were Amazon bestsellers, which is even better because that's just so much more exposure. So now out of your collaborations that you've participated in, do you have a favorite? (laughs) You know, some of them just speak to our hearts, you know, a little bit more. We are able to identify with those, you know, a little bit more than the others. That's true. The business books were cool to write, you know, because I've been in business for a while. But honestly, the 90 day devotional that I've been talking about, Finding Joy in the Journey, Volume 2, that that book and just that subject really speaks to me and resonates with me, Josiah, because I, you know, with um, with with the life that I live, I'm always trying to seek out joy, like I have mood swings. I got bipolar tugging at me, depression, anxiety. So I'm always looking for ways to continue to keep my joy and my peace. Yeah. And and so that that book really that's there. It really resonated with me. That's see, and that's so important. You bring up um, very important point. Those of us who are creatives writing, journaling, like you said, you enjoy painting is those types of things that help us to express, right? And help us to yes. release those things. So even when you were journaling, was journaling a form of like release to you, you know, to be able to just kind of get your thoughts out, express them. And, you know, that was your time for you. 
Most definitely. Most definitely. Journaling. I haven't I haven't really been doing it as of late. But yeah, definitely it was a release. Um, you know, get those thoughts out. Um, celebrate wins, to do lists, you know, so I was really into it. I think that and I'm gonna get back to it. I really do believe that when you think of something, the thoughts, you think it, you say it, you write it down, you can manifest it. Yes, and that's true. I love that because that's, and you have, you hit that on the button. When you put your mind to something, you do it and it will manifest. It will, it will come to pass, which is also important to, if you are a journaler and I do talk about journaling and how beneficial it is, you know, it can help. Sometimes journaling can help you come up with new story ideas, right? You know, like it can help you come up with so much and it's also it's therapeutic so yeah. you know journaling is is amazing to me um in your opinion what's the best part about being a writer best part about being a writer is being able to touch people it, it's it's amazing that the books can touch people from all over the world and and it, and it can inspire and motivate others because really we all got a story and I really believe that and so that's why I, I told my story and I tell my story in different facets because I know that there are people that might be able to experience that, that might have experienced things similar to what I have or, or, or I just know that I have the power to this writing thing is a power to motivate and inspire and I love that Yes, and you are so correct, and that's a, that's definitely what it is. And you know, again, that's why through the show we tell people share your story and tell it your way. You know, like don't yeah. let anybody put you in a box. Don't let anybody tell you what you can and cannot do. You know, you be in charge of your destiny. You be in charge of your story. You know, and get out there and inspire and motivate. And let's, you know, open the door for this next generation. Ashe. Because they're looking, they're looking at us, you know, for what's to come next. You know, what are we doing? What, what can they do that's different or, you know, better than what we're doing now? So yeah, hats off to you for what you're doing for yourself. And of course, even in the community, you know, getting your book started and helping other black business owners, you know, to get out there and, and, and spread what they're doing. So I absolutely love that. Before we wrap up, how can listeners get in touch with you and how can they get a copy of your books? Yes, ma'am. So thank you again for having me on your show, Chelsea. I really appreciate being here on the writing table. I am uh, very easily accessible. You can access me on my website. You can actually chat with me on my website. It's frenchair.com, my first name, F-R-E-N-C-H-A-I-R-E.com. And um, that's where you can get your signed copies of my books. Um, that are in print. Um, the links for the ebooks are also on my website at frenchair.com. Um, I'm social, Instagram, uh, French Air Gardner, my whole name, Facebook, same thing, French Air Gardner Public Relations. I um, also have a PR French Air um, 
page on Instagram. It's just P R then my my name French Air. Uh, TikTok. I'm under French Air. My first name Clubhouse French Air Gardener. Um, what else we got? Um, that's pretty much it. I'm I'm on oh I'm on Twitter at Miss Frenchy zero six so M S F R E N C H Y zero six so um, tap in I follow back and and I engage so and I also have a um, I have a, a Facebook group called the Ujama Market U J A M A A Market. And if you're a black business owner um, wanting to promote your business, you can definitely join the group. And lastly, I just like to for, to to shout out my podcast, a news you can use podcast um, promotes black and brown business owners around the diaspora, and you can stream that wherever you stream your podcasts. Okay. Well, see, you just got it going on. You all over the place doing everything. <laughs> like, that is wonderful. But that's good, though. You know, spread yourself and 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 get people out there. And it helps exposure for you and for others. So that is amazing. And we will be sure to um, get this information in the episode notes. So that way, listeners can click and connect with you. Well, thank you again, Frenchair, for being our guest on today. This has been an absolute pleasure. And thank you again for being our guest. Thank you so much, Chelsea. It's been great talking to you today. Thank you. And listeners, as always, keep winning at writing. Until next time, everyone be blessed. Bye for now.